Good afternoon and welcome back to my podcast. If you're new, my name is Whitney and this is Lifeline with Whitney. It is me. Um, so today we are pretty much going to talk. Um, it's Monday, prayer Mondays and doing a little bit of a devotion. Real quick, I something I read today from Exodus 6. Um, and so I kind of wrote it down and I titled it I am a man of uncircumcised lips so what I've been doing of late is that every single chapter that I read I write down like a mini summary of what I got from it or what I'm learning from it so ever since the time when I was reading uh, Matthew when I read about that parable of the sore it kind of got me thinking that, you know, I don't want my lessons and what God speaks to me about to just like fall away and not mean anything in my life. And so I have decided since to just write down what I learn and every now and again just go back just to, you know, read through what I have gone to grow to uh, grow out of and grow into so you say and also just go through and you know develop from and so that's where I got this idea it's really good because I can always like go back to it and stuff so um, the devotion I am a man of uncircumcised lips like I said it came from Exodus 6 I am reading Exodus 6 currently. <laughs> um, and um, the whole idea of uncircumcised lips, I looked it up on, on the internet, and many people have like varying definitions of how to explain uncircumcised lips. When I was writing it down, I actually put a question mark because, and then I, le- I left like a gap to fill in what I will get to understand of uncircumcised lips at the end of it. Because regardless of like the many commentaries and understandings that people put forth on the internet, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's how God wants you to to understand it. Like if you remember uh, my sharing about uh, time that I did, I think last week, Sometimes you can read like the same scripture 50 times in a lifetime, but then God in his time has you understand a certain part of it or gives you understanding in a, a like a different definition of understanding every single time that you read that scripture. And so that's sort of what, like the approach that I'm taking with this. So I don't want to rush it. I don't want to just, you know, look it, look it up and write down or explain, you know, or share with you the first definition that I get. But I really want to get the revelation of the definition that I need to see and that I need to live by in this time. And so, um, you just have to bear with me, guys. We're just going to leave this blank for a minute. 
um, because as I was reading the chapter, I got like a different understanding of like some other parts of it, not just um, the circumcised lips part, which I do not fully grasp at the moment. And so to look at the other parts of it in this time, <laughs> um, so Moses was in doubt because the people, which is all the Israelites, they don't, they did not believe his God. So this was especially difficult because he was going to a people and telling them that the God that they used to pray to, that they prayed to, you know, some of them, he actually really truly loved them and wanted to you know save them and it was a bitter pill to swallow because they had been in this situation for quite a while and so it was really really hard for Moses a man who had you know cast himself away after killing that Egyptian to just come back and say you know what I come bearing good news we're leaving this land like First off, they were afraid of, like, Pharaoh would smite them even, like, harder because um, they would even think of doing something like leaving, so to say, escaping. And I'm sure they were even afraid of the idea of, you know, the different environment and the different way of life, you know, some different changing i don't know if it's just me but change is especially hard for all sorts of people for all different reasons because you don't know what to expect you don't know how it's going to be like um there's so many you know uncertainties with change but what we get to find out a little bit later in the chapter is that all god wanted was for them to have faith and to believe that he was fighting the battle for them and it was not they simply had to believe they simply had to have faith and he was doing all the work and you find this concept you know it, it trails all through uh the scripture as we also look at you know Moses also in you know in doubt because Pharaoh didn't know the power of the God he was coming forth with. And so Moses was also particularly afraid or resistant of the idea of going to, like, you know, have the talks with Pharaoh because he, to himself, he was saying, I am coming with the force of a god he does not see he does not believe in and i'm just speaking in the name of a god that he has no idea about you know and so like i said earlier the pharaoh and the israelites they both lacked faith and moses and it's in the same boat because he did not believe that there was any difference that I could make um, because there was like nothing to show for 
the God that he was claiming to, you know, come with. So, um, knowing the things your God can do should be enough strength to drive you to pursue his promises. So that's where it kind of just comes down to is that you just really need to know the God that you are, you know, advocating for, that you, you know, that you are caring, that you have in your heart. And knowing that and knowing his strength should be enough for you to walk on top of the water and not drown. You know, it's that kind of faith that allows you to do amazing and supernatural things just because you know who your God is. And that should pretty much just be enough, you know. Um, because when God said I am out, he, I'm sure he was aware, you know, of the doubt, of all these uncertainties that were with the people and stuff. But he still, you know, he knew all this. But I was like, you know what, you're armed enough. Even though uh, Moses did not believe it, God knew that he had armed him enough. If you read a little bit earlier in Exodus, in the first couple of chapters, you read that um, that's where he saw the burning bush, uh, which did, was not burning at all. That's, um, he also, um, God also asked him, what are you carrying? He said, I'm carrying a rod. And then he was like, cast it on the ground. And then he cast it on the ground and he turned it to a snake. And then God was like, hold the, the um, tail of a snake. And then he went ahead and he held it and then it turned back into a rod and stuff and so Moses personally he had gone through enough he had seen enough for him to believe you know what I think this God is kind of amazing so I might as well just you know go on and do this and through all his uncertainties God always assured him and gave him strength and gave him a helper his brother Aaron to just you know, be there with him and do it with him. Because there was a time where he was like, I can't do this on my own. This is too hard. And God was like, you know what? I'm going to give you Aaron. You're going to do this with your own blood brother. So that was pretty cool. Um, and that kind of settled, you know, that for him. But what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to drive through is that your faith alone should be enough for you to pursue every single thing that you need to pursue for God. You shouldn't have, like, yourself just, you shouldn't make, you shouldn't believe even the barricades that other people put in place for your life, you know, or for themselves. If people say, no, I'm not going to step out because, um, it's not safe, it's not dangerous, I'm not going to leave this boat. You, because of your, your faith, you should be able to step out onto the water and not drown. You get what I'm saying? I'm not saying be responsible and take ridiculous risks just to test your God, 
but your faith in general should you know as a christian you should have enough faith to sustain you and to pursue what god has called you out to pursue just that faith alone should be enough sustenance to get you through and um the other thing <clears throat> that i wrote is that he assures us that you will do the rest uh all you need to do is to have faith and that makes your mission easier also about steady faith um having steady faith is having a, the consistency of faith i'm reminded of uh the the story of peter when he stepped out of the boat when god when jesus said come to me and he stepped out of the boat and he was walking um on the water uh when he began to doubt that's when his faith began to to you know become a little bit wobbly and he almost drowned he began to sink okay um and so what I was kind of driving home here was that you should have steady faith you should really just maintain the same level of faith that is hard y'all like i i know even with me when i like just having that consistency in your life doesn't necessarily have to be with faith but with like everything in life when you you know are happy or you get great news maintaining that mood is like a whole hassle and a half it just it's just how life is you know there are certain highs that you can cannot maintain and so lows that well quite frankly i don't think lows that should be maintained at all <laughs> but my point is that it's just about having like a steady consistency of faith when you believe in god when you start to believe in a process you should see it through this is the same with moses in this scripture in this chapter he when he saw all this acts when god showed him all these things he had faith he believed but then again when he stepped out when he went to the israelites and he told them you know what god wants to save you god wants you to wants to deliver you out of this land and you know um deliver you to the land of milk and honey they're like you're tripping and then his faith started to wobble and he was he lost his faith because he started asking god like how am i supposed to do this if your people uh, you know do not even believe and that's when he said the statement i am a man of uncircumcised lips and stuff um which we will get to i will make it a point let me write it down immediately <laughs> so that i do not forget to actually get back to you on this one but um of um circumcised lips I will I will definitely I wrote it down so I definitely have to um 
And so just to end off, um, I wrote that you know you should know who the captain is um, and who you are in a fight in in the fight. And that's sort of like to say then God is the one that sent you. So he is the captain. He is the one that is in charge. He is the commander. And so you should know your place in the fight. Do not try to you be you know be all knowing and have all the answers to everything because God is the one that sent you forth and so he knows how he will navigate everything he knows how everything will end and so you should just believe in his promises and everything will go according to his plan and not your plan so that's the kind of faith that you should always hold and for the last point i wrote that for we fight not against flesh but against you know we we fight not by the flesh but um by the spirit so the battle was beyond his lips um or whatever uncircumcised lips meant the battle was not you know with that but it was in the spirit so what what i was thinking here was that most of the battles they don't happen like it's vague it's not like clear cut to find sorry i had to step out for a little bit but what what i was trying to say was that our fight is not physical our fight is you know spiritual when we step out in faith and say you know what i'm gonna preach the gospel fearlessly the battles and the wars that have happened in the spiritual realm are intense. And so, what I was kind of just trying to drive home is that Moses just needed to like have that faith, you know, believe that the hard work was already done. All he needed to do was just to step out and believe that God was taking care of everything. I'm reminded of this story about the um i don't know i don't remember the names amalekites or amorites i don't know i'll do some research but um it's a story uh where there was a battle and all they needed to do the prophet needed to do was lift up his hands you know and they would be victorious. Lifting up your hands technically doesn't do anything. If we are just speaking as, you know, plain human beings and stuff. But if you're speaking in faith, if you're speaking about the spirit, what lifting like allowing like physically when the prophet lifted up his hands. I'm so sorry. The prophet lifted up his hands. That was just like a symbol of what was going on in the realm, you know. And so Moses stepping out was that symbol, that physical symbol. But in the realm, the battle was brewing, the battle was going down, you know. And so. That's sort of like what I got from this 
um, exorcists, and that's just, you know, do not doubt God, regardless of, you know, the situation and stuff. You should just power through and go out in faith and just believe that God knows best and is doing so much, like great, great things, you know. And when you trust and believe that you got, you can do the job and you can, you know, do as well and stuff, you should be honored, flattered even, you know, to just have such a big God trust you to execute something for him. That's just, that's, that's you humble, you know, any person, so... Yeah, I hope you enjoyed Exodus 6. Um, and also, today we also pray for those that have not been saved, those that, you know, do not know God. And so, as um, we fast and pray for them, and those that are backsliding, you know, it's not, it's not clear-cut, just being saved and you know finding yourself slipping into all the habits and stuff it's still something that we pray for for today so i hope you have a blessed day and yeah i hope you um got something from this and that this did not fall on um hard thorny stony ground but it fell on fertile soil that you will grow and develop thank you